Human behavior has always been a mystery. Why do people do what they do? Why do they react one way when we expected something else? How do we learn to understand, connect with, enroll, engage, align with people most effectively? Hi, I'm Christine Kemaford, founder of Smart Tribes Institute, and welcome to our Smart Tribes Crack the Behavior Code podcast. In each episode, you'll learn practical, easy to use tools to better understand and change human behavior. These tools will help your team outperform, outengage, outsell the competition. In other words, to become a smart tribe. Oh, and you'll find these tools super helpful in your personal life too. Let's go. Resistance is necessary for optimal organizations. You may be familiar with the Chinese finger trap. It's a toy that traps the victim's fingers, often the index fingers, in both ends of a small cylinder woven from bamboo. The initial reaction of the victim is to pull their fingers outward, but this only tightens the trap. Resisting what we are currently experiencing has the same effect. We resist things, we resist situations, people we perceive as hurtful, painful, threatening to our safety, belonging, and mattering. Without these three emotional experiences, safety, belonging, and mattering, we can't shift to our smart state. We can't navigate our constantly changing landscape to reach self-actualization. We can't get out of critter state, fight, flight, freeze, into smart state where we are engaged, collaborative, clear, empowered. Also, as humans, we are wired to resist that which we believe will create a worse feeling for us. We want to feel good. So resistance is the first step towards change. The origin and etymology of resist, late Middle English, is from the Latin word resistere. Re, expressing opposition, plus sistere, to stand. Aha, so resistance really means to stand in opposition. What are you taking a stand against when you resist? Now let's also take a look at the word reject, which is what we're doing when we're resisting our present state, what we're presently experiencing. The origin, the etymology of reject, late Middle English, is from the Latin verb regesser, re meaning back, jesser meaning to throw. So reject means to throw back or throw against. This stance isn't just in opposition, it is opposing by attack. Whoa, this is even worse than resisting. <laughs> See, resistance isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's often simply the first step of navigating change. The goal is to either move forward or get stuck resisting. Right? Resistance shows us that someone is engaged to a degree, right? which is better than just being disengaged. I mean, they're engaged, they're resisting, they care. So don't be surprised if resistance turns to mockery, as some people will express their upset that way. And as leaders, it's essential to move your team through this stage by asking what they're resisting. 
So to help them identify what's being resisted, ask them to contemplate what's annoying about the particular change or initiative, dumb about the particular change or initiative, unreasonable about the particular change or initiative. Then we address what we can with the agreement that they'll try the new initiative or plan. Ultimately, they'll find some aspect of it to be useful. And over time, this process will become habitual and eventually a new standard is established. Voila. Enjoying the afterglow, we bask until the next change <laughs> comes along <laughs> and the resistance starts again. It's okay. Now we know how to move through it. So let's embrace change to gain energy. See, the trouble with resistance is that it takes a tremendous amount of energy in the form of, remember those late and uh, early middle English uh, words I gave you, right? The amount of energy in the form of pushing back and rejecting. So when we direct energy toward what we don't want, it actually helps us draw it toward us. So for example, the more you try to pull your fingers out of the Chinese finger trap, the tighter the Chinese finger trap becomes. You've likely heard the expression, what we resist persists. So look at what you've resisted. Did those things stick around in your life longer than you would have liked? Probably, huh? Resistance merely stabilizes what we call in neuroscience and neurolinguistics, the unwanted present state. It, res it stabilizes resistance, the unwanted present state. So whatever we focus on, we fuel. When we resist the emotion, we make it stronger. Let's consider the resistance versus the consent path. And I'll explain it for you, and there's gonna be an image on the podcast show page. So imagine the following. So look in front of you and imagine on your left, we have a path that starts with stress of change. Right beneath that, resistance and rejection. Beneath that, we're feeling frustration. Beneath that, anger. Beneath that, dismissal of new ideas. The result, reject change. Compare that to, on the right, the stress of change consenting to the change. Wow, this is a hard change. This is really uncomfortable. That's consent. It doesn't mean it's okay. You're just saying, here I am feeling frustrated, right? But consent leads to curiosity. What is frustrating about this? Would this be frustrating to somebody else in this position? Would this be frustrating one year from now? You just noticed what I'm gonna say next. Curiosity leads to inquiry, asking questions, which then helps us get open-minded, helps us gain new perspectives, and ultimately helps us embrace change. Once we consent, we are ready to transform. Start to notice when you wanna resist or reject, if you can say, here I am, feeling this resistance and go into curiosity. Start asking questions. Start to notice the new perspectives you're getting and start to notice how you can embrace that change. Thank you for joining me today. You'll see the image of resistance versus consent paths in infographic of safety belonging mattering and critter state and smart state info.
All right. May your resistance become consent quickly. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Every listen, every share, every review helps others form their own smart tribes where teams are engaged, happy, and optimally performing. Together, you and I can help millions of people crack the behavior code in their organizations, families, and communities. I invite you to take two minutes and head over to smarttribesinstitute.com to discover more about how to form a smart tribe. See you there, and please tell your friends.